Welcome to the Two Dudes Talk Tattoos podcast, a podcast so great it'll tear the pants right off your hind end. My name is Ryan. I'm one of your hosts here. You can find me online at bettertattooing.com and the YouTube channel Better Tattooing. My co-host is Brian Matthew. He's the owner of Tailored Fit Tattoo Gallery in Rogers, Arkansas, and you can find him all over the place. Just type in his name, Brian Matthew Tattoo. That's with one T. On today's show, we're just uh, we're just yakking. We're not going to have a whole lot going on. We talk about some social media stuff and some other things, but it's pretty laid back. We have uh, some kind of poor audio quality from Brian because he was uh, in a storm. So things may cut in and out, and I apologize ahead of time if, if you're listening to this, uh, if it just sounds kind of crap. But I'm not, I'm not going to go through the process of trying to do some ADR shit. <laughs> so hopefully it's just good enough. Um, we're doing a double drop uh, this week, so if you're listening to this episode, it's only about an hour long. But the other one we're dropping is our talk with Carrie Barba, who is like just the coolest person, and you can find that out today as well. We'll we'll be dropping them probably about twelve hours apart when I get it um, uh, edited. Anyways, if you can please go and leave us a review on your podcast player platform of choice. Every review helps. It's, it's totally great. And uh, we've been seeing some big bumps because we've gotten a couple reviews here and there. So I'm thinking if we could get like 10 this week, that'd be rad as hell. Uh, and also, yeah, if you want to support the show, you can head over to our Buy Me a Coffee page and give us money. We're, we're working on trying to come up with something like some spiffs. You know, you can get some unedited footage or whatever, you know, in the future. But right now it's just sending us money because y- you care. And if you do, that's awesome. We have had a couple people do some donations, and that's just fucking rad. So thank you very much. <clears throat> let's, just, let's just stop it there. We're just going to get right into the show. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it, and we'll talk to you again soon. Turn off my fucking music in the background and shit here. Um, a lady I was talking to was uh, what the fuck? Oh, there we go. Um, she was she asked like two questions. One of them was, uh, like how much do you charge an hour? And she's from L.A. and so it was like one fifty, and she was like, "Oh shit, okay, whatever." I'm like, "Was that too little?" <laughs> And then she went and told me that it's it's evidently bad form or it's in bad it's bad taste for you as a client to ask what you're going to be charged for your tattoo. Nowadays, evidently, it's a weird premise. Yeah, I don't know if maybe that's just stuck to fucking LA in general. So I was like, that's fucking stupid. And then uh, she just kind of asked me like how I would approach stuff with the tattoos, just a floral design, like a fine line floral design. But it's a cover up and she kind of wants to do with some painterly colors mixed in with like fine line stuff, whatever. And uh, I said, like, well, the the she had a flower, it was placed like shit too, like on her wrist that kind of like branched over some of the petals and leaves down on the hand and then came up. You know, it's just a standard peony copy pasta bullshit, right? And I was like, well, that thing on there would probably take me like, I don't know, like an hour. And she went, what? I was like, yeah. She goes, okay, so this is halfway done and it's been eight hours so far. I was like, what? (laughs) And she's like, what would cause that to happen? So then I just fucking, you know, went on a tirade about, you know, 
whatever society and culture in general and then you know the types of machines and how they work and i just i fucking threw myself into a ditch dude i'm sorry <laughs> i understand like if, if you're doing a tattoo that's like hand size or a little bigger like i understand it taking eight hours if it's hyper realism yeah you know like, yeah. that's gonna take forever yeah. but if it's just like a 2d flower with a little bit of fancy color work yeah. Be like a three-hour tattoo dude totally. maybe two-hour tattoo i yeah if you're fucking struggling it should be three hours but it's it's that fine line you know just like tight three flick shading standard garbage that everyone does and it was like i think i counted it, it had like 16 petals it's not like a really complex whatever oh and the fucking the person did the the core center of like the bolt ball part you know black like solid black <laughs> he didn't even have to do half the fucking flower you know there's like 13 or 14 fucking you know leaves the little the, why does everyone put those leaves on everything now what the fuck is with this they put those same leaves on everything oh look it's a hibiscus look it's a peony look it's a fucking a passion fruit it's a it's a camel like because they don't care to learn anatomy they just <laughs> copy the same stupid shit over and over, mm. over again that is that is a pet peeve of mine when i see because i'm the flower guy right like if i see somebody use the same fucking leaves for a rose and a fucking sunflower it makes me mad <laughs> i get like agitated bro <laughs> i just want to be there like when the person getting the tattoo is somebody that professionally works with plants for a living you know a florist or <laughs> horticulturalist etc 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 i worked as a florist for four fucking years and i studied horticulture <laughs> but it would just be funny if like if like that's their fucking feel oh, and, and the they're person doing the tattoo, tattoo. is just like i don't know man it looks like a flower and they're like no it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like, how are you gonna so. argue with that guy <laughs> I had that I've tattooed some like arborists. And they're like, I need a Douglas fir. And I'm, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm like, find a reference. Like, no, that's not a Douglas fir. That's a Scotch fir. I'm like, fucking hey. I typed in Douglas fir. Like, I don't know the difference. Like, well, actually, you can look at how many needles are in a grouping. Have this happen, you know, on, on the end. So you're either two or three. So you get firs and pines. And, and then, you know, uh, fucking hell like it's that we're going to be we're, we're at a mile and a half distance on this fucking tree well that looks like a sequoia actually what the fuck it's a cedar i don't fucking know why don't you find a fucking picture and give it to me with flowers i know i like flowers so fucking flower guy i did tattoo to a guy with a christmas tree farm once that no was shit. really specific about the douglas fir trees no sh that's cool it's just people that like Douglas firs really like Douglas firs. They fucking. That's the shit that feeds my children. We do Douglas firs and hogs. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got to hear that. There's a dude. We went and got our Christmas tree this year. That's why I got blind in this eye. We went up to that because Marie was like, I found a tree place. It's cheap. It's great. We'll just go and pick it up. I'm like, is it a lot? Because I don't want to cut down a tree. She's like, yeah, it's a lot. I'm like, cool. So we hop in the car and we started driving. We're driving and like every minute, I'm like, this is not a fucking, this is not. And we kept getting further and further and more rural. I'm like, I'm going to have to cut down this fucking tree. She's like, you won't have to cut down the tree. I'm like, okay. So we pull into this fucking farm. <laughs> no trees are cut down. 
And she's like, don't worry, he's going to cut it down for us. You get out to talk to the guy. He's like, oh, look, I've seen a bird once. I was like, fuck, I don't give a shit, Brad. Like, where's our tree? Like, you can go get it. He's like, no, it's cut your own motherfucker. Right? So he hands us a saw and he goes and sits in his warm truck. He's like playing Sudoku or some shit on his phone. When I bent down to the first tree we came to, to be like, fuck this. I just started cutting it. I pulled back and evidently I snapped a branch, just came back and bang right in my fucking eye. Buried that fucking pine needle right in my eyeball. I'm like, ah! Nice. <laughs> I go up, my fucking looking like Popeye. He's like, oh, are you okay there, buddy? I'm like, no, I fucking got a needle in my eye. He's like, oh, why didn't you go to a lot? So here's your fucking motherfucker, <laughs> dude. I just want to leave. <laughs> Anyways, I got 2100 vision in this eye, so that's cool. I'm hardcore now. <laughs> I guess. I got lucky though, dude, because like, like from like here to here, you know, you get like two feet for my my vision is a is I think it was better than it was before. But like if I'm looking across like the, the fucking shop here, I can't like it's all fuzzy. <laughs> Driving is like I drive with one eye now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> it was a i don't remember what shop i was working at but it was a long time ago but uh i was just carving out a tattoo machine frame because i was still building machines and fucking around like that etc and uh, i was using a cutting wheel mm. and didn't notice at the time but uh so the night before, right, building, chopping up this fucking machine frame and all that shit. And then, like, the next day, my brother and my dad came over, and we were going to drive out to the shop and do a tattoo. Halfway through the drive, there was blood coming out of my eye, and I couldn't see out of it. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Guys, <laughs> I got a eye doctor. So we just Google the nearest eye doctor to us, go in there. The chick sees my eye. She's like, whoa, okay, well, just take a seat. We'll get the doctor out here. That was it. She didn't ask for anything else. And then uh, like 20 minutes later, you know, I'm in there. They're throwing drops in my eye and all this shit. And he's like shining lights in there. He's like, you have a rather large chunk of metal stuck in your eye. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been like two hours with them playing around and pulling metal out of my eye. Oh, God, man. Yeah. It must have happened so fast the night before that I just didn't even notice. It was like super heated and fucking like cauterized itself in your cornea. <laughs> you blinking <laughs> enough slowly worked it all the way back to the blood vessels. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I went to the eye doctor too with that stuff and they're like, you don't have anything in your eye. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I do. It feels like every time I blink, it feels like it's scratching the back of my eyelid. They're like, no, there's nothing there. We checked. So it was like two weeks, dude. It felt like that. And finally, I just grabbed my fucking finger. I was like drunk one night. I held my eye open. I just went eh, and just raked it across my fucking cornea. And I pulled a chunk of fucking fur out of my eye. <laughs> they had all, dude, they were like shining lasers in my eyes. It felt like it was a quantum leap episode, right? Like there was like this shit. Hold your head here. And they did like this 3D scan. They did fucking x-rays and shit. It was fucking wild. And they couldn't see this fucking and it was i could pinch it and feel it it wasn't like a tiny little microscopic piece you could get it it's fucking anyways i've had metal in my eye too it sucks <laughs> so the internet works really great and then it just skips every once in a while oh. it's really weird yeah like it's a really high speed internet yeah but then it'll just pause <laughs> 
Every time a bird flies over the fucking Starlink, it turns off. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. So you fucking just go put some corn on there. Maybe you can get like a deer eaten off of it. You can use its body as like electroconductive, right? And just fucking pick up some more shit. But do you like we used to do? Remember, you used to have to get like the fucking radio and you just get some speaker wire and just like solder it to the inside and just wrap it around a fucking pole so you make a giant right. antenna. <laughs> I've honestly thought about doing it. Uh, so we have this the weird Starlink satellite thing that comes with it. One, it's fucking tiny. It's really surprising that it can pick up anything. Yeah. But uh, there's supposed the to send like another thing that's a giant pole that you attach to the side of your fucking house or something and some other shit. I don't know. It's wacky. <laughs> Where's your station? Don't you have it on the roof or something? No, I just got it sitting out in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they haven't sent the roof mount oh you're talking about building so a fucking to... spacecraft with jb weld man why don't you just grab some wood screws and fucking put that fucker up because <laughs> like so anytime that you're with an internet company you know like if you fuck their shit up even yeah. though you're paying for this shit then you owe them money and i don't care to owe <laughs> these assholes any more money so we're just gonna try to not break or jerry rig this mm. satellite and you're like i could go grab a broom it held up surprisingly right well to hailstorm yeah i was gonna say i'd like to just fucking fall over and it was just like it, it gave up on life no, <laughs> no it's it's still standing no shit it is it is cool to watch though like it'll move itself and reposition itself to catch the best signal no no shit well, that's pretty neat. cool but it <laughs> It's still just like a fucking Dixie cup on a goddamn toothpick. <laughs> it's just like, right. <laughs> is it made of metal at least? Or is it like something else? No, <laughs> no, it's just composite and plastic. Oh, it is. No shit. Pretty much. <laughs> How much you paid for that shit, dude? I would have thought there would have been fucking titanium in that motherfucker. I swear. Right. <laughs> Fuck you. Fucking Elon Musk. Fucking fucking bastard. What's funny though, is like about, 40 yards out from the window that I'm sitting in right now, there is a satellite in this yard that is big enough to park a GMC truck on. <laughs> Why don't you I'll take a picture of it. You have to do that. <laughs> it's one of those big ones from like the fucking 80s, right? When it's just like, look, I've got yeah. satellite. Yeah. You could fucking turn into a giant Papasan chair or some other shit that people do with those things now, right? It's like... Aircraft yeah, grade aluminum. Huge. <laughs> what so if you was, put it in the middle? I was of also it? thinking, you know, like that's what I was gonna say. If I just take <laughs> this satellite and stick it on that satellite, I just have the best fucking <laughs> <laughs> damn Starlink start getting all confused. It's like I'm supposed to be in the grass. Like, fuck it. <laughs> Dude, you gotta do that. If you put it in there and your fucking speed's quadruple, like send the message. We gotta put that on Facebook. Right. Shit. Oh, well, fucking A. That's a good way to start the show. We're back. I think in like two weeks, we've got the, the fucking other people coming on. So that'd be fun. <clears throat> but the fucking, uh, we got to do the talk at 8 a.m. my time. That's so weird. Yeah. No, that's not bad. It's 10 o'clock my time. I know. It's like what, like seven, five or 6 p.m. for the dude in Europe. <laughs> 
<laughs> so let's see if we can get everyone all synced up. I don't fucking know. Mm. Fuck. What should we talk about today? Maybe we should talk about Viking tattoos and why they're racist. <laughs> <laughs> that one was like it kind of makes sense, but it was a pretty strange one to hear. The idea that like white dudes get Viking tattoos because it's a symbol for white supremacy. Yeah. I was like, I guess Vikings were a little racist. I think, I think everyone is <laughs> like like when you go outside of here like i went to india and in india people are fucking racist man australians are racist and any of my australian listeners would be like no we're not fucking racist mate we just don't like people who aren't from australia well get fucked you're not even from there either you're irish so we can talk about you because you're fucking irish and we're irish so suck it um you fucking colonizers you motherfuckers like everyone is you know whatever i don't know how viking tattoos got thrown on the chopping block <laughs> i mean, being a little bit defensive because i got some runes on my arm that are like 20 fucking years old so i'm like oh god I'm well, so like yep. i think it, i think it's specific imagery i'm not entirely sure because like runes for instance are everywhere you know yeah. so they're norse they're celt they're etc etc <clears throat> Yeah. They're kind of the same all across the board for a lot of different paganisms. Mm. Um, but I think the like the like Odin tattoo and like, he's a pirate <laughs> with two horns, <laughs> you know, or, yeah, really strong masculine symbolism with a white dude in it or something like that is supposed to be really racist for some reason nowadays. That's fucking weird. Eh? Like he's a Viking. He's a mythological character. <laughs> There's a fucking there's a there's a fucking comic book about him, you know, right? <laughs> you like Stan Lee, you know? I think he did it, didn't he? <clears throat> Is there any other ones you've heard lately that I guess have been maybe it's like just getting co-opted by a bunch of fuckwits and they get all the attention because it's social media and social media is stupid. So then people are just like they see it on social media, so it's got to be true, you know? Yeah, I mean it's it's almost the same as. When that whole you can't get such and such tattooed on you or such and such like spider webs on your elbow meant oh. you were for prison, but I, no, bro, they just meant that you wanted spider webs on your elbow. Uh, <laughs> you know, like yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, remember, and then then it turned into like you can't get a koi fish tattoo because you're white. You can't get uh, a Polynesian tattoo because you're not from Polynesia. Yeah, you know, specifically Samoan. That's only a Samoan tattoo, and like. I don't know how many motherfuckers I see nowadays that just like did that. It was like this like little branch where you're like, no. And just people kept doing it and then it went away. <laughs> yeah, I'm I refuse to do Polynesian tattoos because I don't know how to do Polynesian tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that's pretty cut and dry. <laughs> I don't know how to design that shit. Yeah. Uh, there's some really good fucking artists out there too. Like, might as well save it for the masters of that stuff. I do. I do have a lot of experience in doing like tribal tattoos, but like indigenous, like North Americans, so Native American tattoos. We do like, you know, embroidery and like uh, beadwork patterns, you know, as like black work, but just like covering and mapping the arm. Even that kind of stuff, <laughs> I probably wouldn't do it necessarily. You know, I'd no. be like, I, I don't know. Cause once again, that's almost a uh, hieroglyphic or cuneiform type yeah. of language you know like those images putting together 
could be telling a story that you're completely unaware of. So (laughs) I'm not going to string together some random images and it's just going to be like a story of how when you were 12, you fucked your own mom. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be the guy responsible for that. Yeah, you stick with the... I've got illustrative slash kind of cartoony Japanese inspired Brad tattoo artwork and sci-fi slash nerd. Yeah. Yeah. You stick to what you know. Yeah. I'm I just do the shit that I like and understand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh. It just makes sense. This is gonna segue into I think the first thing we should talk about. So you have a very distinct art style. People say I do, and I don't fucking see it at all. But you have a very distinctive like style, and we'll go through like the style. This is not like I just tattoo fucking peonies, but like when you look at your work, you do bright, bold colors, varying line weights, and it kind of has like a comic booky vibe to it. Like, when did you start developing that? Um, I would probably say when I was like fourteen. No shit. Hey. If we if we went like to start developing yeah. this thing. Um, because even back then I had two types of artwork that I really loved, right? Early American illustration yeah, and comic books. Oh yeah. So that's just the shit that I oh, always dude, draw. And that totally makes sense because when you look at your work, you're totally pulling those two things together. It's like cell-based <laughs> shit. Like all of your stuff you can see in a comic cell, right? Like the palette is not comic booky at all. <laughs> like it's not, dude. <laughs> and the fine details the like paying attention to the gesture and the depth and the design isn't very comic book either but like that's cool Shit. one of my favorite things on the face of the planet is to and i don't know why this pisses so many people off but i love the idea that it pisses people off but like if you do a nice like realistic like let's say medusa's face or something like that yeah and then you just put some thick ass sweet line work around it <laughs> it drives everybody nuts <laughs> And I'll do it with just like if I do portraits of somebody's like dad or something like that, you know, yeah. I still make sure that there's a strong ass outline around. Oh, it. that's fucking red. Like a drop a 14 round and just fucking crush the whole outside, the perimeter yeah, line. I, I love <laughs> like one, I think it looks sick as a tattoo. It just looks amazing. Yeah. But two, the the reaction that I get a lot of times is just like, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that aspect of it, you, especially like because you work with such bright colors, like it's smart to really add a little contrast value to the things that are in there. It makes it look brighter over time. It doesn't hold the pigment in place, people. Whatever people, whenever people, I hate that idea. No, it's going to keep everything together. It's not glue. It's ink, you know, the skin's going to change. It'll move. <laughs> I do believe in the, the assumption that a, a strong outline could present like almost a gate to stop things from exceeding where they should be. Mm. Not necessarily like the skin itself won't move or change over time, but like that yellow that's stuck right up next to your outline probably isn't going to sneak past the outline. No, but yeah, it usually also goes down to like the scarring that you're doing of the skin. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I should just segue right now. Let's just go through a million things. I've had three hours of sleep. I got home at fucking 3 a.m., dude. I left at 6 yesterday. I got home at 3 a.m., fucking woke up at 7. <laughs> I got home. I had to, like, do some stuff. I had, like, fucking a couple shots, you know? I sat down. My wife was watching that the other day. You did that, too? <laughs> got home. I got home late. Uh, 
a storm ended up happening at like midnight or something like that. There was all this oh, hail and crazy shit and the dogs were going fucking crazy for hours on end. So I literally didn't get to sleep until like 4.30 or 5. And then I had to get up at 6 to let the fucking dogs out. <laughs> <laughs> so I just said fuck it and stayed home from work. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, you get those times where you're like, I really shouldn't be doing. That was last week. We were supposed to record, remember? And I'm like, I can't fucking do it. <laughs> I was so yeah, pumped, no. dude. <laughs> that was such a good day too. Like, <laughs> so chit chatting before I started this kid's outline, uh, and I was like, Oh yeah, it's his whole leg. It's fucking dragon phoenix and <laughs> shit. I was like, I'll be done by four. Don't worry about it. You're like, There's no way. You're, that's gonna take you at least six hours. Like, no, no, no. It'll be fine. And then I blast <laughs> through that true. shit like relentlessly tattooed to this kid. And then I message you, I'm like, yeah, so I'm done. Yeah, I was like two. <laughs> and you're just like, like uh, I don't feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> I was so burnt that day, dude. I came off of three days back to back up in Seattle, where it was like, you know, 13 hour day, 15 hour day. And then like the last day, I think it was like 16. It was so bad. And then my cousin came in. I he was cool. He was hanging out. He made me food. But all the talking, I was just like, I don't want to do this today. And I like I remember I I as soon as I said that it's gonna take you six hours, I could see you go, fuck you, bud. And it's like <laughs> I get grilled through it. <laughs> when you sent me the halfway pick and I see it had been like an hour and a half, I was like, fuck me, dude. Just rallying that coil, right? Like that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like uh me yesterday, I had that dude with the the color work and stuff. It's just like a ton of color, right? So he's a big dude. Like he's not a little guy. He's a martial artist. He's, you know, I just like threw on a fucking nine mag. Dude cranked her up to seven and a half volts and just gave her like just that lime green was just like butter, you know, <laughs> up and down and up and down his arm until we get all the way around. I got the whole fucking lower part of his arm with that background done. Fucking yeah, three hours. He's all Jesus. <laughs> Lime green too. It's the it. best. <laughs> like I remember before rotaries were the biggest thing, you know, like I would be able to crank out a full color sleeve in like eight hours. Yeah, dude. It was eight to twelve. If it was high detail, maybe it's... sixteen. You'd never push twenty. <laughs> yeah, there was one dude and I did both of his sleeves in two days. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just crank that shit out yeah dude but nowadays like especially running rotaries i feel like it would probably take me like four days to do two full sleeves <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we've been talking about that like they're just so slow they're so slow i i i had to use one yesterday for a little bit and i just got pissed at it dude remember how we were doing like the speed test with the fake skin i cranked my fucking rotary up to 11 and a half volts I set it out maybe just a quarter fucking mil a little bit longer than I normally had it. I just fucking bared down and went, man. Woo! I was like drag racing this fucking line through this guy. He's just like, Jesus Christ. I was working on his chest and just fucking sped through it. <laughs> Super detailed, like um Roman, uh, you know, like that Roman scalloping. You get to see like all those fancy designs. Right. It's just like a design inside of a design inside of a design with lettering and all this other stuff. Fucking <laughs> like an hour and a half i got like halfway done with that shit so it was all solid black like inverted fucking imagery shit oh it was, ugh holy boy i had like soft skin too you know like that I, i'm 19 and i just started working but my job is in an office type of skin and uh <laughs> i just he was so pained 
It's like Cybros is gonna hurt. And then uh, I think halfway through, I swapped up and I threw like a three round in the fucking coil and he heard it and he looked like he was like, fuck me. What are you going to do to me? As soon as I hit him with it, he's like, that doesn't hurt that much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's my new favorite thing is when people come into the tattoo shop and I have coil machines set out. The Mm. moment you step on the pedal and the coil machine turns on, people are fucking terrified all over again. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah i forgot that like people haven't like heard these things in a while <laughs> yeah dude i yeah we keep talking about it. you miss that smell of green soap and fucking like five machines just cranking at the same time right right that's when you know that the shop like you, you could tell a tattoo shop two blocks away because they have fucking rock music blaring out maybe you know whatever and then you walk by it's just you know I fucking miss that shit I had it on yesterday. I did. I kept tuning it up. I've been using the fucking rotaries for months now without any type of coils. And I fired them up and everyone in the shop started complaining. Oh, I can't hear anything now. We have to turn up the music. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. Like, oh, you turn, just go back to rotaries, Ryan. I'm like, shut up. Watch me dance the whole time. <laughs> fucking dancing while I'm working. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> it was a good day. I, I, I danced for th- fucking 12 hours yesterday. I, I can't ever That's... find the time to exercise. So now I'm just doing boogie fit in the fucking in the shop and I'm telling jokes the whole time while I work. I shook my ass so much, dude. My ass hurts today. <laughs> I kind of jazzercise at work. Everyone thought I was just like fucking lost my mind. I'm like, this is it. Any chance I could? You're doing like push-ups before your stuff on the fucking, you know. I'm just doing I'm doing fucking uh I don't know, the nutcracker. <laughs> Yeah, how people took that video seriously? Did they? <laughs> yeah. So, like, it was supposed to be like one of those like Rocky getting ready for the big fight kind of mm. sort of things, you know? Do some jumping jacks and push ups. Let's get this shit. And like, then I Hello don't Kitty actually at the do end. that shit before I do it. Fucking right. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then there was people commenting on it. They're like, "Man, that's a great idea. Working out and stuff like that between tattoos." I was like, "That's a terrible idea, man. You're gonna regret it." <laughs> I was sweating, dude, when I was working. People were like, "Are you all right?" I'm like, "I'm gonna drink water." Like, it's not fucking. Unless you're me, and I'm a fucking psycho, right? You don't do that shit. Be professional. Like, I get like stretching between tattoos, but. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do the, your reps of push-ups and shit before t- tattooing. That's yeah. insane. I love that you didn't put your hands on the floor, too. Because, like, I could see people doing oh, yeah. that not thinking about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I see that. And we were just, like, fucking slamming shit down. That was that was awesome, dude. Because we all do it, right? Like, oh, fuck. There was a, there was a blooper down. reel on that one because oh, the-, the table was away from the wall. <laughs> Oh, so what? as I was like doing the push-ups, the table slid out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about using that one, and then I was like, "Ah, it's too much." Oh, that's fucking great, dude! Oh, holy cow! Well, I I had to actually like, I don't know what happened, but I seen it. I, oh, it's because you you fucking texted to me. Well, because I'm like I'm not on social media anymore. But I did, I did go on for a second today to go onto the Facebook stuff to like close out a bunch of shit that I had going on there. There's a dude who's giving away an old um Arctech uh uh lab lab power supply. Remember like the old fucking white bricks with like the phono plugs on the front? He's giving away them in like 200 steel tubes, just randomly some forest grove or something. So I was checking in on that because I want to go get that fucking lab tech tube. That'd be fucking rad. Uh <clears throat> so I got on there and seen your stuff on there. I didn't read the comments though, because I'm still off of the social media. I don't want to do it anymore. I've given up. 
No great you loss. You just went full Michael Sarah. That, yeah. I read an article on him today, surprisingly enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, one, I've never booked an appointment off of social media. I haven't. It's the only way I book appointments now. Yeah, I never have. It's insane. Uh, never booked it off of social media. I, I I really don't give a flying fuck about taking pictures. Like, it turned into a joke. Like, I do take good pictures. I'll send you the good pictures past my fucking joke ones, right? But, like, it got such a response, and I thought it was so fucking stupid. People would get so fucking upset about how bad the pictures were. You know, it was just kind of like their rallying cry. I, I was getting attention from that, so it was good, you know? And uh, I was just, like, tired of the upkeep, man. Like, if I, if I use the phone, like, how many hours a day do you use social media? honest i mean realistically maybe yeah. like three hours out of the day okay like seven days a week yeah give or take i mean like it's you know i gotta check my phone in the morning see if there's messages uh, email bullshit etc see if there's any cool tattoos that have yeah. been posted and that's it i turn my phone off get my shit done you know go jogging etc eat oh, try to work but yeah. once I get to work, I have to recheck my messages. <laughs> so let's see. So that's a thousand and eighty hours a year. Okay. So if we divide that by 40. Let's do that. Divided by 40. That's 27 full work weeks on the average nine to five that you spend on social media. That's a half a fucking yeah. year, bro. That's a half of a year. I mean, like if you think oh. about it, it's that's just that's X amount of time that I'm just working. Well, how much of it is actual work? I mean, I don't like really fuck around on social media. Oh, yeah. You don't scroll like a picture. Go on like the DC comic books fan thing and be like, that guy's a fucking piece mm-hmm. of shit. <laughs> there's, there's probably like 600 people that don't tell you I've never liked a single <laughs> one of their pictures. Because <laughs> I don't. I, I don't care to partake. The Every thing- once in a while, I'll... Uh, I'll go into certain pages, you know. Mm. So there's like Neo Trad Europe or whatever the Japanese tattoo artist shit or whatever. Yeah. Right. So I'm on that shit and check out what new work's been posted. Just to like get some ideas or something. But that's uh, about it. Oh, uh, that's cool, dude. Honestly, yeah. uh, I don't have Pinterest social media. I probably spend more time checking out Pinterest than anything else. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah, my Pinterest shit is legit. I've been since you told me to hop on there and start looking for references and stuff. I've got like fucking thousands of goddamn pictures saved under various things, you know, chirp Yeah, apps, Once you do Pinterest flowers. right and it starts catering everything specifically to you, it's, uh, it's a fucking dream. I love it. Yeah, the posi- body posture and positioning references. Oof. I just went on and I typed in like ballerinas. <laughs> I was like, all right, right. Fucking save like a thousand. All I have is these fucking ballerinas now popping up in my feet. I'm like fucking sweet, which is cool, anyways, right? Uh, not to what be is a for? Lech. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was talking to some other people. So we'll say you're you're the you're the the baseline of, we'll say, uh, responsible social media users. I've talked to some other people. They're like, I I do I get all my business on them. How many hours are you on another day? They're like five. I'm like fucking five, really? They're like, yeah. I'm like, it's like eighteen hundred fucking hours a year that you're on the fucking phone looking at. I'm like, how many of those are you actually working? And they're like, I don't know, maybe twenty minutes. I'm like, fuck, really? Just go four hours off of this, right? Fucking four hours, dude. You're doing like fourteen hundred fucking hours a year, right? 
It's insane. That's that's more. That's like three quarters of a fucking year's worth of like forty hour work weeks. You're spent doing absolutely fucking nothing. You know. I mean, once again, my outlook on it is that social media is the the dominating way of marketing your business. Mm. So if you're doing it right, you're working. That social media is going to make you money. It never made me money. Is it just because it's see me? How though? Is it just me? I, dude, I never, I've never booked a fucking appointment off of there. Never. I can make Flash post it on social media and book appointments off of it mm. within a day. Never happened. Never have. Everyone just like emails me. I get emails and phone calls. Granted, like I post on Instagram maybe once a week, once or, or twice a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> I'm pretty fucking terrible at it, but yeah, it's still it works for me, and I get messaged every day on Instagram. Yeah, I was talking to Michael today. He does. He has not gotten anything from just like past walk-ins. He books everything for him at his shop off of fucking social media as well. Every fucking tattoo. It's it's the uh, it's the age of convenience, right? Like people don't want to just drive to the tattoo shop and chat with you. They come to message you, and like part of it, I think, is it somehow makes them feel like the relationship between them and the tattoo artist is a little bit more personal because they're just they're immediately able to contact you and communicate with you yeah. mm-hmm. so like maybe there's something psychological behind that might work. but at the same time they're just able to sit on their couch and yeah. communicate with you uh, you know so ease of access that works i like i like those things i i felt on the opposite side i like to contrast it that i don't think people like to be seen anymore like people like you know anonymity they like this, they like that, right? Like to walk into a shop now, I see like younger people if they're to walk in. I don't think they know how to like act or ask questions or do anything. It's like they need time to think and formulate their words. So they use text messages once. They're not talking in public, right? No one wants to talk on a phone. I do all the time because I'm loud as fuck. I don't give a fuck, right? I'm like, hey, look, fucking suck my dick, motherfucker. You know, like I don't give a shit. Um, but other people don't. They just do the text. So it's like that messaging is like a way to slide in. But maybe it's just my energy. I attract a certain type of clientele. <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's that in and of itself is true too. You know, so uh, like anytime now that I meet like a younger tattoo artist, they're a fucking nervous train wreck. Yeah. Yeah. And dude. it's bizarre, but I've correlated it to that very same idea that like they're not going out into the world and doing shit like we used to do as tattoo artists. Yeah. You know, like we, be out of the bar every fucking night or yeah, like out party and all this Fuck shit, yeah, etc. Always giving out business cards and all this yeah. shit. And like nowadays, tattoo artists are just like, I'm just gonna go straight home and hop on Instagram. Yeah. So like when bad. they actually do meet people in person, they have so much like anxiety and weird pent up <laughs> shit going on because they're not used to socializing in person. Yeah. It's really strange. They don't know what facial expressions to make, so they just sit there looking like you like like they fucking ate a lemon, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like you have to sit there and tell them be like, I'm not That's... gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> I don't know what you're fucking freaking out about. It's like somebody back in the fucking dark ages worrying about Jesus coming down and fucking them, you know, like they're worried about God's wrath all the time. But God is social media. <laughs> That's fucking it's scary, just... dude. <laughs> but so like you know, like 
if you're if you're tattoo artists, you know, like the tattoo artists nowadays are acting like that, then just imagine how your client is feeling and shit, you know, when they show up now. So <laughs> how fucking dude, it, I, it started to make a lot weird. of sense why uh, like tattooing has become so strange nowadays. Maybe that you know, yeah. like we have to try so hard to cater to the fucking client. Uh, and I think a lot rocks. of it is <laughs> this bizarre psychological platform that they've put themselves on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. They they get a chance to always filter and make sure that nothing's going to come back and they can craft their language in 140 characters or less to make sure that it's like exactly precisely what they want. And they don't trust what's going to come out of their mouth. They've never had verbal diarrhea or something like I don't know. I always just talk. I think before I speak, it doesn't sound like it. My brain works all right. I'll just fucking I say stupid shit. <laughs> like, I'm going to say something stupid now. Fart monkey. Like, it just happens. And I'm comfortable with it. But I guess because I don't have insecurities like that, then I come off as confident when I'm not. I'm just a dipshit. Like, I don't. I got told yesterday, somebody told me, they're like, you're super confident. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I just like, I just don't worry about the same stupid shit that you do. You know, right? Like, oh, oh, you know, kind of got weird. I'm like, but it is stupid shit. Like, why don't you just fucking say something stupid? No one's going to judge you here. They can judge me. Look at what I'm doing. I'm dancing. Like, they're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, they started dancing a little bit too, fucking looking around, you know, like, is anyone taking a picture of me? It's like, fuck, man. (laughs) It's not all about you. The real world is different. Come out here. It's like Plato's cave. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's, there's a difference between, being confident or not being afraid of repercussion oh yeah like if i, I think you're a fuck. fucking piece of shit i'm just gonna tell you i think you're a piece of shit <laughs> because i'm not afraid of the repercussion <laughs> yeah you're gonna judge me it's not what, because i'm confident to call you a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> you know like there's there's a falsehood in confidence oh yeah yeah confidence can but, betray you yeah. yeah but if you're just not afraid of the repercussion <laughs> fuck it do whatever you want <laughs> yeah yes yeah, like people will drive 10 50 miles an hour over the speed limit right because they're not f- afraid of the repercussions sometimes they're right. overconfident i drive the speed limit because i'm not a fucking idiot you know people are doing yeah, 90 same miles here. An hour. yeah <laughs> i just drive the speed limit right uh, i don't want to deal with the repercussions yeah it's fucking easy right it's a, it's a it literally in the sign it says speed limit not suggested speed limit, not speed meh, you know? This is as fast yeah, as you should go. I purposely put my cruise control one to two miles an hour over the speed limit just so it seems normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't know what your tire wear is, you know? You're down to 50%. You got to speed it up in a mile an hour. That's fine. Right. Yeah. I'm at just above or below. Like, I'm not fucking... Like, season does, like, 70 mile an hour up in Washington, right, when you're driving. At that once you get past the Vancouver stretch, she's like 90. I'm like, dude, you're gonna get a fucking ticket or you're gonna die. And like your car is not built to sustain an impact at 90 miles an hour. Like your survivability drops to zero at that point in time. If you got into a head-on, that car, which has batteries in it as well, is going to explode and have thermal runaway. It is just going to go bad. Like, don't do that. She's like, I'm from California. I'm like, I that is not. That's not an answer. No, that's, to that. that's the weirdest way that people respond to shit like that. Well, well I'm from so and so. Yeah. 
cool, but I'm pretty sure like those are over congested huge cities that <laughs> you can't even drive 20 miles an hour down the fucking road on. <laughs> yeah, you know, have you ever drove stopped. through LA? Yes, I have. Yeah, you're either dead stopped <laughs> or you're doing 110. Like that's it, right? And if you're doing 110, there's a motorcycle coming on the fucking the shoulder or between you on the fucking rumble strips on the lane, like doing 140, right? Buck 50, just fucking screaming, no helmets, you know. That's, I don't so like it's it's not it. really like a a practical yeah. way to look at how you're gonna drive in an area. <laughs> well, I'm from New York. I can drive however fast I want, but like, bro, I've drove in New York. And you have to drive 15 miles an hour. an hour the whole fucking way. Yeah, you've been on the LIE, no. right? That's why everyone has nice stereos out there because you're gonna be stuck in traffic for an hour and 45, and if you can't listen to good tunes, you murder people. Right. <laughs> that's why we have public transit you fucking assholes anyways i don't even remember what we were talking about that's funny as fuck dude actually so we've got people from california listening to the show i'm sorry you guys are fucking assholes and i mean this with all the love in the world but that's not an excuse you can't just go somewhere and be like i'm from california and think that that solves everything it's like you travel to greece you know and you're like oh you know, they're like, oh, it's going to be X amount of Grecian dollars. I don't know what the fuck their money is. Euros, right? They're like, I only got American money. You got to take it. You don't fucking have I don't have to. I'm from Greece. I take Euros. No, I'm from California. Doesn't fucking matter. It's not equivalent. Do not buck 40 on a moped in Greece. Grecian dollars. That's so stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot basic currency again. Mm. Um. God, that's dumb. <clears throat> I don't want to just pick on California either. We can say that from people from Wisconsin as well. Why do you drink a lot? I'm from Wisconsin. Right. <laughs> but you could just say you're an alcoholic and it's fine, you know? No, that's a badge of honor up there. Sorry, it gets so cold. We got to drink a lot. I still don't understand the logic in that. Where do these things meet? <laughs> Anyways, deviation background. So when you started to develop your style. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah, we're back. When you started to do that, dude, like, how did you find out that it could be applicable to tattooing? When did you know that it could fucking work? Uh, I don't think there was ever a like, a test. <laughs> no? I don't, I don't know how else to put that way. I just drew shit the way that I knew how to draw shit. Mm. So... Yeah. Yeah. There was never like any major failings when you're trying to figure that shit out where you're like, well, this is not going to fucking work. Um, so like there was when it came to like doing realism. So yeah. like there's the the myth in realism that like you can't use liners and realism and etc. So like when I first started getting into realism, yeah. I was like, Yeah, I guess I just have to use a mag for everything. And you know, everything was just looking like dog shit. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't make any sense. These guys yeah. are all wrong. Wow. So, you know, once I started to use liners with my realism, I was like, oh, look, it fucking looks good. <laughs> That's like the great secret hidden trick of, of all realism artists is that they don't use mags. Mags, right. they're called shaders for a reason. Right? If you're doing large-scale, ultra-detailed work, you don't use a fucking shader. You don't, you don't fucking bring a shotgun to try and fucking, you know, I don't know, bullseye a fucking, I don't know, a squirrel's nutsack. Horrible analogy. You know? At 100 yards. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm really tired. 
a fail. Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of uh, especially with comic book illustrations. We lost you. The fuck is recording? Oh, there we go. Okay, there. So with comic book illustration. Anyway, if if you're just looking at it, you'll see like tattooing rules 101. You know, like you'll see solid gold (laughs) black work. You'll see a one-third color and you'll see fancy highlights, etc. It's really cut and dry right there on the page. Yeah. So it makes it just it's common sense. It's going to transfer to tattooing. Yeah. Um, I've always kind of fucking hated traditional tattoos. Yeah. Uh, because they they placate to the least amount of work we could do possible. You know, like yeah, dude. They're they're on the furthest end away from what we're actually capable of. So why the fuck would I try so hard to stoop to such a low level when those people, and so if we're thinking about guys like Ed Hardy and Sewer Jerry and all this shit, all the dumb names that everybody fucking knows off the top of their head, right? Uh, those dudes uh, were constantly trying to improve everything they were doing. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck wouldn't I constantly try to improve everything I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah, let's 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 have an analogy with this. I, I want to go drive a Ford Model T, but I could also <laughs> drive this Lamborghini. No, no, no. Right. Let's fucking this thing is this thing is built in the early 1900s. It's one of the first production vehicles you could buy. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm gonna go get a Lamborghini. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, sure, I'll do a traditional tattoo here and there, man. They're just fun. They're fast, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But it's it's not it's not like an end all be all to our performance as a tattoo artist. No. You know? And I'm not saying that like traditional tattoo artists are just low-level assholes or some shit like that. No, some of them are but fucking rad as fuck, yeah. There's there's a point there where, like, you know, even when we're looking at comic books, Spider-Man from fucking 1964 <laughs> looked pretty fucking awful compared to <laughs> Spider-Man now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. it doesn't make sense if we were in the present day and they still decided to keep drawing it the old fucking Jack Kirby way and all that shit. Yeah, it wouldn't sell. Yeah, right. Maybe there would. Maybe there would be because there's always like that. I I always looked at old school tattoos as more of like a fashion thing. Like it was something that complemented like an aesthetic that the person had versus like they actually really liked the designs. You know, the tattooers who were doing them. That's for the clients. Right? The tattooers were doing them. I always found them obsessed over nuance. Like small, they were like pigeonholers, right? They're like, that line on that heart isn't the same as that line on that heart. And you're like, fuck it, you suck as a tattooer. It's like, okay, well, you're really into replication. Like, that's fucking rad. But you try to replicate well, this fucking other drawing. <laughs> so, I, I, being motivated by other artists, I was never motivated by tattoo artists, but there's an old interview that you can go watch with Todd McFarlane. And when, uh, Todd McFarlane got hired to draw Spider-Man. He reinvented the entire way Spider-Man comic books look. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing that he did that nobody else would do was draw an obscene amount of spider webs. Oh, yeah. His shit was really fucking dark and messy and 
It was yeah. like, yeah. And... I lost you again. Fucking Starlink. <laughs> And we're back. There we go. <laughs> he drew the, the webs. There was a lot of webs. And he during his interview, uh, yeah. after he had made such a presence with Spider-Man, they were asking him, you know, like, what do you think it is that was like so different, your approach versus everybody else's? And he was just really cut and dry. He was like, I just drew the fucking web. <laughs> <laughs> He's really, I just did the work. <laughs> you know and it just fucking made sense oh it totally does it's yeah like, because you could work fucking harder and stop being lazy <laughs> you can make shit look cooler i mean you also be an artist like that fucking guy i've seen him do a demo before with like a sharpie marker and it was oh yeah ungodly the how fast he is how practiced well Just, i mean this is fuck man it's the same thing like you're gonna bang out a tattoo way faster than <laughs> I don't think we can record anymore. Oh, that's fucking hilarious, dude. There we go. I can bang out a tattoo faster than somebody that's been doing it for a year, you know. Uh, and, uh... Good cup point. <laughs> uh fucking Starlink. Motherfuckers, that's all right. I'll make gold out of this. I'll chop it together. It'll sound great. Or maybe I'll just put it out exactly like it is so everyone else can think that maybe something happened. <laughs> like, wait, did I lose my feed? And we can just fuck with them. <laughs> no, because they might actually just turn the episode <laughs> just be off about it. Oh, that's funny as shit, dude. Yeah. Anyway, all that just all boils down to like just do the fucking work. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you hit a specific level, like that's cool, but you can do more. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that actually rules in the thing I've seen a little while ago. I heard some people talking and they thought that <clears throat> I felt it kind of gatekeepery and I don't want to sound too Bob Rossi. I know you fucking hate Bob Ross, but um, I think anyone can tattoo. I do. Yeah, I think anyone can any, tattoo. Anyone can, five get can tattoo. Yeah. If you keep at it, you keep working at it. You could be fucking great. God knows, you know? I'm not telling anyone. I've heard some people saying, like, you know, if you don't have any natural talent at the beginning, you should just fucking quit. And uh like on polar opposites here, like you have a ton of natural talent. I had to, I'm not a fucking tattooer at heart at all. Personally you know? believe that the belief or premise of talent is a crutch. Oh yeah. So like I, I hear that kind of shit a lot from people like, ah, you have tons of natural talent. But <laughs> I don't. I just I've spent a shit ton of time practicing like oh yeah i could show you shit from years ago that looked god awful yeah. believe me you're obsessive yeah you worked super long putting a ton of shit when you found stuff that worked you fucking held on to it you didn't question it yeah there's yeah. i like the, the process of developing method yeah I just caught up your sound after you fucking stopped me. That was great. Um, yeah, the method aspect of stuff. I think that that's, that's one thing that I, I was never good at because I always asked too many questions. So I'd start to develop something. I'd start to learn about something. And then I'd, I'd want to know why 
right then. So break it down. And I just keep repeating the same cycle and the same mistakes over and over and over and over again until I felt like in a sense of insanity, I finally got a different fucking result. You know, I like modify small variables. Like what if I just change my voltage up by one, you know, 0.1, or maybe I, you know, use a different ink cap. I try all these different variables until something would click. And it, it actually, I think it just came down to me just doing it a bunch of fucking times. I just naturally improved. <laughs> it just, it, like in my head, all I could picture was like some idiot in a field and he's trying to zero in the sights on his rifle, not paying attention that the wind keeps changing. <laughs> That's literally me, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I know, and I didn't want to like, I guess, come off the natural talent thing. I think you have a high tattoo IQ. That's different than talent, right? Like you have some people who get into stuff and they just like can see more, right? Um, you look at like sports people, not to use a sports analogy, but I'm full of fucking analogies today. We have somebody who's like like Larry Bird back in the day. Larry Bird had a great basketball IQ. He just stood on there and he knew where everyone was. He could pass the ball fucking, he wouldn't even look. He'd just be like, there's somebody over there. He'd be talking shit to someone because he was on Boston, of course. He's like, I'm going to fucking dunk this over your fat fucking head. You know, and then he'd do it. He'd be like, oh my God, Larry Bird's fucking crazy. But he just had an IQ. And that's why he wasn't sitting on the bench, you know? So with you, it's not just talent. You had to work really fucking hard. But you had like a natural, like, do you just see more? Things clicked quicker, you know? It's like me with studying fucking photon interactions with goddamn pigment molecules. Like shit just clicks in a different fucking way in my head, right? I don't know. And I'm not saying it doesn't with you, but like other tattooers, sometimes it fucking doesn't, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I'll get different IQs. I don't know. I've got a rhythm IQ. I dance all day. Yeah, there's there's a handful of things that people should stop trying to rely on. And like talent is never something you should rely on because no. that word is just a crutch if if you're told for years on end like oh you have an amazing talent then you don't care to practice yeah you're gonna fall back on the original idea that oh i just had in over mm -hmm. your fucking service sucks right now bro <laughs> dude my signal up in the top corner of my ipad has never gone out yet. uh it's just <laughs> you know i think it is i think the send and receive are two different ones your send is good i think the receive is fucking what the fuck happened i don't think it's mine man no no your, your screen just went black on my end no, it did because I oh shit, I accidentally hit the button a couple times. <laughs> My finger tapped. I didn't know it was sitting on the fucking screen. I'm just like, oops. And I'm like, wait, what happened? Oh, it was just D trackpad. Uh yeah. What are we talking about? Oh yeah. Any of that stuff. I was saying <laughs> I just I don't believe uh people should fall under the assumption yeah. that they have to give into idealisms like talent or um, waiting to be, you know, inspired or any of these fucking stupid ideas. Like yeah. you don't have to be inspired to draw something. No, you just can go choose fucking to draw fucking something. draw something. Yeah, that's one you of know? the easiest ways to get over a block is just go fucking do it. Like writing, right. I write a lot. Sometimes I'll be like, I have a writer's block. I'll say it to myself. I'm like, get fucked. Like just go write 500 words and shit will spill out of you. 
Yeah, and it does. So what you'll have is like 70% of people are just sitting around waiting for the motivation to go do something. Yeah. And then there's a smaller percentage of the population that's like, fuck that. I'm just going to go do it. Yeah. I just get pissed off. It's yeah. like, I get mad. When I when I think that I can't do something, it makes me angry. Like, like angry. It's not like, oh, I get a little fussy. No, I'm fucking angry. I'm like, you can't tell me what not to do or what to do. Like, get fucked. That's even me to myself, you know? It's like, no, I'm going to go and fucking do this now. That's why, I mean, I this is non sequitur. <laughs> So the kids, uh, I stopped doing the social media. I've had a ton of extra time, dude. I've been getting so much fucking shit done at the house. It's awesome. Awesome. But after like four or five days, I look back, my kids are just, they're just sitting there. And I was like, where are you getting? And they're like on their Nintendo Switch or on a tablet. And I'm like, hey, you guys turn that off. And they looked at me and they go, no. So <clears throat> I decided to say, fuck you all. And I bought skateboards. So I'm going to be starting to skateboard now, which I think should be interesting because everyone around me has said that I'm going to get fucking hurt. But I digress. And you're frozen. <laughs> this is funny as fuck. Vegas, man. I've got full service. Brian's gone. And that's okay. I know, yeah, the Starlink stuff is kind of crazy. Anyways, I don't know if I'll keep this in or not. Have you ever just been sitting there, like, when somebody texts you for work, and you're like, I don't know where this person's from, and you've worked in so many cities for so many years that you don't know even the area codes in the state that you live in anymore, or in the province or country. And so you get something sent to you and then you automatically go on to like your search engine and you go something, something, something area code. And you're like, oh, I don't know if you do that. I do. Anyways, I think Brian's gone now. So this will be the end of the episode. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of anticlimactic, isn't it? Oh, well. Thanks for listening. our generic outro track thank you everyone for listening remember please go give us a like subscribe review on any of the podcast players or platforms that you enjoy listening to us on and uh thanks yeah thanks thanks for listening to the show we hope you enjoyed it we'll talk to you again next week